Welcome back to Down for the Count. I'm your girl Tiffany E and you're listening to our podcast and we're very happy that you are here. So we have a couple of topics that we're going to cover in this episode and I just want to let you know what you're going to be in for. So we're going to have some indie intake from last week. It's going to cover some of the indie news from indie promotions. We're also going to talk about Jeff and his legal troubles as well as his family troubles and we're also going to cover transitioning out of wrestling as well as modernizing your brand as a wrestler. I think these two topics are the most important topics on this episode, and I really think that it's something that everybody should listen to. So without further ado, here's Down for the Count. (laughs) (laughs) Just to... um over a couple of things so um Shotzi Black I've mentioned her before on the podcast I think I think she's just killer I think she's um awesome on the indie scene so um at the Evolve show William Regal pops up there was a report earlier in the week that she was signed to NXT but she neither confirmed nor denied the, um, the story but William Regal comes out and says that she was officially rewarded an NXT contract. So Shotzi Black will be making her way officially to NXT. Yeah. Which is cool because obviously it's more she's a no more POC visibility. She's um from the Philippines. Cool. And we we need more of our um, Asian brothers and sisters on TV. And she's just she's super talented, and like I love her look. And I think she'd get really o- get over with kids, just a way like she like she's a stark like she wears like like this like she wears like this helmet like this black helmet with like horns, and it kind of looks like like a roller derby helmet. And she has like bright green hair, and she has like the red lipstick. And she always has like really cool like horror t-shirts and like um the black jeans. I think that she'd go over really well with kids for some reason. Cause, Hell, like, she's I feel like me. Yeah, I think cause they'll be like so <laughs> like geeked about and that's the same thing with like Bianca when she finally makes her way up to the main roster. I think she's gonna be like a really big hit with like casual audiences and she's like very mainstream and like kids mm-hmm. um and there's an article about that that I should actually that I'm going to find on my personal Twitter and repeat and retweet it on down for the count but um there's this uh, actual wrestling journal- journalist I know we don't have many of them but an actual wrestling journal- journalist who did like this really fascinating um study of WWE wrestlers with I saw audiences. that I yeah. love that article I will and it, it, bring it that made, article it made Bianca they said Bianca looked like a pop star like a, a, a artist so they liked yeah. her they liked Roman's look a lot um they said Roman could be a movie star they mm-hmm. they really they really dissected a lot of the top WWE superstars, but they really liked Bianca, Roman, 
and Finn Velveteen. Balor, they were, yeah, Velveteen, Velveteen was their number one guy. They were like, Velveteen was this, just this, he had a really big personality. They loved the way Velveteen looked. They liked his whole persona. They were really into Velveteen. And I was like, if WWE would do more focus groups like that with actual wrestling um, fans and then non-wrestling fans and just have them watch, you know, certain superstars, you know, do the construct it like a true um, focus experiment, they could find that happy medium between pleasing the fans and getting no, new fans on board. They could yeah, find I was but, like, why don't they do yeah. this? Um, and then we're gonna go back to my the indie indie intake in two seconds. But um, AEW sent out tweeted out a survey, which I actually took, and it was basically like it was a very well rounded survey. It was basically like it broke down like what type of wrestling do you watch? Um, how often do you watch wrestling? Um, what kind of fan do you consider yourself of? What do you want to see more of? What do you want to see less of, etc.? Like, it really broke a lot of stuff down, which I found like this is what, you, and I was like, okay, this is what they should be doing. Like, I thought that was super smart on them. I, I'm, I'm so mad I just thought about that. So, kudos to over whoever at TNT and AEW who are who put that together. I think that's very smart very and that will smart. help you grow and maintain that's an audience. Funny. And that's, that's something WWE good. really needs to do. They need to do yeah. like I don't they need to contact this dude and have them redo have them re, have him do redo this with also casual fan um people who don't know anything about wrestling and do it with fans as well. But yeah, that article right. was fascinating. But yeah, those were those were like him. It was Velveteen, Roman, Bianca. I figured, I thought Bianca might be, but I didn't think she was going to be high. Like she was very high up on that, and I was very yeah, shocked they by said it. They loved her look, and one lady said she was like, she was like, she looks like a pop star. She could be like what Rihanna or like Ariana Grande. Like one lady was really into Bianca. And <clears throat> I was just like, WWE got it. I mean, if he did this survey and was able to find this information, it shouldn't be hard for WWE to do that. And it's, it really it really shouldn't be hard at all. They should have seen, they should have been able to, you know, forecast where their superstars could be and who they could put forward. Because, I mean, they just, it was such a, it was an interesting survey and it made a lot of sense. And it wasn't just women who were into Roman. It was guys who were into Roman. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, that was a popular notion. Well, like when he was like getting booed all the time, that guys hated him. I was like, no, somebody's buying his t-shirts. Somebody yeah. is buying his t-shirts. And it wasn't just news. women and children. Okay. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, but it was like that, and then also. Um, and it, funny, funnily enough, Braun Strowman was actually he did decent on there too. But I think um, yeah. they just they kind of, yeah he did decent on there. Someone who didn't do too hot. There's two people who really didn't do too didn't too didn't do too hot, and did a lot mm-hmm. worse than like the guy thought would. And that was Seth Rollins, and that was Charlotte. Yeah, really. 
Yep. Yeah, it was like that. They were not into Charlotte for some reason. They was she was no, not they clicking for like, them. They didn't like her look. They didn't like the way she was presented. Um, one lady said she was pretentious, and I Ooh. was like, oh, that's yeah. Um, they was they was not just a nice way of saying she was a little bitchy. So. And then, which, and then you go to Seth, and this is probably the worst thing, even though it wasn't something that's a, that, not necessarily a negative word, but someone said that he was, it was like, they called him like forget, forgettable. Yes, that or is something what like that. Yes, ma'am. and it's like that's yes. supposed to be your top dude. Like that's supposed to yep. be someone who's like the face, one of the faces of your company, and he's just like. And like one guy, I one guy was like, well, he was just like, why isn't Roman? He said, why isn't this guy, isn't his name Roman? Why isn't this guy the face? And the dude had to explain why Seth was the one who had the belt and was on top and why Roman wasn't. He was like, oh, I I, I wouldn't be watching it. I was like, oh, <laughs> oh, that's not good. Well, yeah, like they were just not, they just thought he was, and it was a lot of the sentiment that they felt like from the group that they just thought he was just like very average. Yeah. Like they weren't, they, they weren't impressed by his ring skills, which is funny because that's what Seth prides himself. They were just like not into him. Mm-mm-mm. I don't even think Becky was a part of the survey. I can't she was she did pretty think... good but it was kind of they liked her but she wasn't like that she was like the top out like the top five she was like the fifth person like they really liked her like she was like good but wasn't like nothing we don't already know so I just like didn't like focus on it it was because I was just trying to figure out like how Bianca because Bianca was the top female that came out of that survey she was the number one female in the survey and one of the top people that people really liked. And it was Roman, Velveteen, and Bianca. They were the top three people that people were just like, oh yeah, we really like them. We really love them. We love their character. We love their personality. Velveteen was the highest one. He was the one who got all the praise, all the accolades, one lady was just like, he just real extra, and I'm here for it. And I started cracking up. Yeah, like it. literally, that's what she said. And I was like, I was like, hell no, but I'm here for that because that was funny. And it just was interesting to see people who are not part of the wrestling world have a genuine reaction to superstars. That really gives you a telltale of where people can go. Bianca can be at the top of the company. Then you gotta let her get there. And Roman can leave right now and become one of the biggest action stars in the world because he already got his foot in the door. Yeah. And Velveteen, he just... Velveteen already done built himself. He, he is what he is. Okay. Well, also, with, with I mean, if, if you can walk into any local bar that has a like a local band playing on like Friday, Saturday nights, and you can see like five guys at least who look exactly like Seth. Oh, like, true. man. Oh, Seth. Oh, that's true. That's true, though. 
bitch. That's why like, I'm not moved. He's. That's also why I'm not very moved by Elias's gimmick because I'm just like. Well, what's, what's, the, what's the joke online that Seth? I mean, if you put a picture of Elias next to a picture of Seth, it's pretty much almost the same freaking picture. Oh my god. I mean I may not be a fan of Seth Rollins, but I would never do I would never say or do anything like to hurt like emotionally or take a dig at him like some freaking people, Nia Jax, who are just bitter about everything. But there's nothing there's nothing that makes him stand out. He I can tell you five guys I know who look almost like Seth Rollins. Cause you, I mean hell, I walked into a grocery store the other day and there was a dude working at freaking Kroger that looked like Seth Rollins, had the beard and the ponytail, and I'm like, Seth? I'm like, maybe he should put that blonde streak back in his head. I was thinking about that the other day. No, but I, I know he that, that, that blonde really fried I know really fried his hair real bad but I'm like he gotta do something he gotta switch something gotta get switched up Mm-mm. I hated that streak so fucking much poor thing but I'll do this and we can eventually <laughs> and then we can venture out of the indie corner and move on to one of something that we really all want to talk about um, so just real quick we had um Wrestling, uh, wrestling resurgence. It's which is this um, wrestling company and England. I just want to do a shout out for them because over um, the over the over the weekend they had the show that was all people of color, predominantly black wrestlers, and it sold out. And what? I just yeah. Nice. That is so cool. And the name of the name of the show was called Everything Pattern. And I saw clips of it while I'm off. I'm going to watch the entire thing. But I was just so wonderful to see. And just like the love behind it. And then just like everyone having a good time. So it's just like killing the notion. And it's like I know it's hard, especially for like our indie, like indie people of color especially black wrestlers to get like a lot of the visibility that their white counterparts get and it was just basically showing them like we're here we can sell out shows we can bring in big crowds like put us on more cards and I just love and I just love like it was just awesome everyone looked like everyone looked like they did and great job so I just wanted to shout out to all of them everyone involved and I just want to say thank you for putting just putting on a great show which I'm assuming it was from what I saw so far I will watch the entirety of it um probably tomorrow probably sometime in the morning tomorrow but I just wanted to shout out to them for just doing just doing a damn thing and giving getting some more visibility out to a lot of people that's rad dude that is that is really freaking rad so that, that's cool, dude. <laughs> Shout out to y'all. So, there's... Oh, Jesus. So, um... Hardy comp- Compound is a mess. And 
I kind of, I, we, we kind of really, we kind of didn't want to talk about this because this is all very serious and someone's life isn't really in the best place right now. And that is Jeff's. And it's like, we all know as collectively as fans and we're kind of, and it's like one of those things it's like we kind of don't want to didn't want to know any of this what right. is going on because we just want that person to get better but it was aired out online so it's like something we should touch upon and it's like it's just sad it's just like when you break it down it's just sad because it's like all you like you like sometimes family is all you have and you might not have the greatest family and you bite and a lot of times people's friends become their family but it's just like it just sucks because obviously like you know like growing up and I know like Lexus can test for this especially Tiff can test for this like you grew up with the Hardy Boys and I looked up like I had like their books like they're those stupid that dumb fucking book they made um, yeah. Like, I still have that. Like, I still have it. Pages all messed up, yellowed, had their picture all over my wall. Like I said, if I were ever to wrestle, I always want, that's, like, the style I want. Because, like, I, like, I really, like, they did a lot for me as, as, like, a child. And it's just, like, it's really, really sad. And I just don't want, I just want him to get fucking help. And if they have all these issues, go to a fucking family therapist like I think they all and this is like all of them like they all really need to be in family therapy like fucking everybody them the cats the dogs the fucking um who's that dump like that fucking that robot thing Vanguard one yeah him everybody everybody needs to go at this point they need to all sit down I don't know if Shane Dawson needs to show up at the house with with Dr. Phil and no. Ayala and who else is a self-help per Dr. Oz like everybody needs to just go to the house call no. all of the people what they need to do is take Rebby off of social media because no, none of them should have access to Twitter you know I I've, I've been following it today first of all Shout out to the Hardy Boy fans on Twitter who are not putting up with Rebby's bullshit anymore. Like, big, like, you are the guys that I wanted, guys and girls and everything in between that I would want to be friends with. Because I don't know what Rebby's issues are. And I don't hate a lot of people. I don't like that word. I 100% hate Rebby Hardy. She thinks she is some, you know, I don't know what she, she is. She she married into the Hardy Boys family. She's popping out kids for Matt, and she's sitting here throwing stone and you know saying all this shit on 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 Twitter when you know I'm petty as fuck with her. Um, if you guys go to my Instagram, Alexis Fucking, I posted her mugshot earlier today. So, you know, 
Don't be running your mouth trying to tell people what to do and how bad they are when your mugshot's up on the freaking internet for everyone to access. You know, what, what Beth is doing, this is the thing, and I've told you guys this. Beth, I don't know what Beth Hardy is doing. I forget Beth Hardy has social media. I really do, because she keeps to herself. She doesn't really do anything crazy. And she's one of the very few wrestling wives whose head is not shoved completely up their husband's ass. Um, I, I have respect for, you know, and um, I'm trying not to get angry because getting angry is not going to do anything. And the fact that she goes off online telling Beth, you know, well, maybe if you stop posting wine emojis and dealing with your husband's issues, like, first of all, we all know Jeff has some issues. And, you know, we don't know what's going on behind closed doors because honestly, that's none of my business what happens behind closed doors with him and his wife. For all we know, they're, they, Beth may be doing something trying to get Jeff into rehab or something. You know, she may be trying to hold down the fort because her, her kids are older than Matt's and they know what's going on. But for Rebby to sit here and, and think she's holier than thou when... She and you know, in Nicole, you told me Matt and Jeff aren't close anymore because of her, and this is a damn shame. And I, Matt, put out a statement about Jeff, and people are like, "Well, you should have checked with Jeff and make sure it was okay." Matt was not the issue. It's when Rebby popped off on Twitter and started going off on, on Jeff, calling her out by name and saying, well, you're only 100 yards away. If you got a problem, step up. And I'm like, well, you know, it was hey, sweetheart, you got an issue with me, come over to my house and I'll deal with it. And you can come into my house for a reason. And then uh, I posted something on Twitter and I do apologize about the, the language that was being used. But at that point, I was angry and I didn't see it. And someone made a point where they're like, you know, we really shouldn't be respect, like something about like, we really shouldn't be uh, too surprised about Matt's wife. He called her Matt's wife. You need to call her Rebby. <laughs> but he called, he, she's like, this is the woman who was happy when Ashley Mazzaro died. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, you, this woman is hung up on all her husband's ex-girlfriends. Him and Lita, they're cool. She hates Lita. Anytime anyone posts a Hardy Boys picture with Lita on it, she flips out. Anytime someone talks about Ashley Mazzaro, she flips out. Like, bitch, why are you so concerned about their, his ex-girlfriends? You're the one who married him. And then what I think is even more funny, thinking that she's all Miss Perfect or whatever. Back in 2014, after her and Matt got married, they got into a huge-ass fight in a hotel room. And they got restraining orders placed against each other. It was all over TMZ. So you're going to sit here and say that Beth Hardy, the one woman I am jealous of. (laughs) The one woman, because she got Jeff. But you're going to sit here and say that you're better than her when your fucking mugshot's out on the internet after you and your husband beat the shit out of each other and then you got restraining orders against each other? Sweetheart, you're not a wife. You're a baby-making machine that got lucky. I do not like Rebby Hardy. She is a shit-ass person with a shitty-ass attitude 
and Matt needs the girl pair and take Twitter away from her. I'm so done with this. I'm so done with Rebby Hardy. That's the only way people know who she is. She was a shitty wrestler in the Indies. No one knew who Rebby Hardy was until she became Matt Hardy's wife. And I will stand by that. Well, um, I find Rebby Hardy to be very, very annoying. She comes across very annoying, and um, she's she's a troll. And I didn't like what she said about that woman's husband or about the family. Period. I didn't like that shit. I thought that was really messy. But so, uh, uh, another Twitter user came up back at her and was like, "Well, you talking shit about her not coming to where you at? But why you didn't go to where she was? You posted this shit on Twitter, but you didn't go to her house to talk to her. You live the same distance she lived from you, which ain't her right." Mm-hmm. I was like, keep that same energy, bitch. Why didn't you go to her house? Since you're talking about pull the fuck up, I'm like, the only thing I can't stand is a loud mouth, loud mouth bitch who don't know how to fight and ain't gonna do nothing. If you gonna pop off all the fucking time, then you better be able to back that shit up. Because you're gonna come across a bitch one day that's gonna take you up on your offer, home, and she gonna whoop your natural ass. You gonna be sitting up there thinking you got the whole world in your hand and you're gonna be sitting up there getting your ass whooped so i highly recommend if you want to talk all that shit that you talk on twitter and run your mouth so much and you want to act like you this big bad wolf you better be able to blow bitch when it's time to blow that's that's pretty much it that you can't talk about your family like that and you just married into the family you don't really know everything and you're not in Jeff and Beth's marriage so you don't know what's going on between them all she wants you to do is shut your fucking mouth stop telling people stuff stop talking about them they don't want to be in your mess keep your mess between you and Matt that's what you need to pop off about don't talk about nobody else's shit because it don't have nothing to do with you you ain't married to him. You ain't worried about the mess you married to. She got her mess and you got yours. Worry about that. Right. Yeah. I can't. Like, good for Matt for getting clean and all that good stuff. And then again, Matt has his own. And also, it's like, Grievy, like, you're very far apart. Like, why do you so sit up on Twitter? Shouldn't you be in a bath somewhere? Like, you, like, she was she like eight months pregnant? That, like she's decently far like why are you so pressed and again yeah kid number three she's uh, she's a fucking baby machine dude like, I think she just like being crazy like, I hated no. she knows what she's doing she's gonna make she's gonna have the hardy babies the hardy boys and she's gonna I see her using those kids to her advantage as they get older that's the sad thing ooh Lord. One would hope that that's not true. Well, Matt's not going to be able to wrestle forever. Hell, he can barely. I mean, he don't got that much left now. So, so Scott got to make money for those Jeffree Star pilots somehow. You know, she ate half the makeup. You know what? I like she's trying to be. (laughs) At least in my head. But But you see who who she does that to. She only do that to people who she know is not going to call her bluff. She ain't did that to no hood bitch and no bitch that got no bearings about her. Because you say that to the wrong person, and she going to bust your ass. That's, I, I'm waiting for her to say that to the wrong person. 
Because I've seen girls half her age say that shit to somebody online, and them hoes is pulling up the spot, and they fighting. So, mm-hmm. don't invite nobody to see your house, bitch, and then get, get scared and call the fucking police. Because you're going to get caught on your shit. You got to be, if you're going to be about that life, then be all the way about it. Because you real big and bad on the internet, but... Your yeah, ass ain't she, seen no real ass whooping yet. You know, she and this isn't and this isn't anything new with with Rebby. She goes after anybody. She want she try to go after Impact. You know, she's trying to diss them or whatever, and saying she's gonna take those tag team titles and melt them down and make them earrings. Well, if I was part of Impact at that time, I'd be like, okay, well, if you're gonna melt them down, this is how much you owe us for them belts. And I would show up at her door with that receipt, going, "Where's my money?" If you're gonna melt that shit she down, here's what troll. I want in my hand. Yeah. She'll troll like Zelia Banks. They ain't got a lot of mouth and they cry when they feel like they get their feelings hurt. Moving on. Everybody finna get that bitch. No more power. No more smoke. Here's here's the last thing and then I'll I'll delete, no pun intended. I'll delete Rebe, Rebe Hardy from the conversation. <laughs> but, do, and I know, Rebby, I know you're probably going to listen to this one day because you're like a few other women I don't want to mention on here who always have nothing else better to do but look on the but internet. But them hoes got lawyers, so we don't say their names. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know I, I got time. But don't you have anything more important to do with your, with your life? You have two little boys... Another one on the way. Don't you have... Shouldn't you be more worried about your kids than what people are doing or saying? And, you know, the fact that you... That you are nothing but a ring rat that got lucky. Because you're hanging around Moxley for the longest time, too. Let's not forget that. Shit! You are a ring rat that got lucky. You're a younger version of Lita. And there, I'm going to say it. You're a younger version of Lita. Ooh, Jesus. What's she going to do? If anything, we'll just get free promotion from her. Excellent, thanks. Exactly. Well, this is true. I'm not afraid of her. I'm not afraid of Rebby Hardy. Like, no woman I don't really think nobody is. Like you 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 got enough time to go on Twitter. Well, you know, I'm not gonna be surprised in less than a year you're gonna be pregnant again. Ooh. And, and she one of those type of people where she'll fight and then cry victim afterwards. And I ain't got no time for that. She's like, what's that what was that? It's like something you see where it's like I think it was a TV show or something. It was like two girls and one girl was like, bitch slap me, bitch slap me. So the girl slaps her yeah. and the next thing you know, she starts crying. Like, why did you hit me? Like, cause I, <laughs> you said to hit you. <laughs> like, you give me an, an open invitation to kick your ass. I'm going to kick your ass. I mean, I may not be the most intimidating looking person in the world, but I'll throw her down. I may not win, but I'm walking away with some of your blood on me. I'm telling you that. Exactly. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> Especially like, you know, and you know, Tiff, you're me and Tiff are married. If you guys if are if you're new listeners, so you know, we we've been married. We're married. 
and I don't I'm saying anybody. <laughs> well, <laughs> if you did have I'll somebody, if you if you had someone in your life that you were pretty close to, I mean, it's not anyone. It doesn't have to be like your your husband or your wife or whatever. But if you have someone out on online dragging your significant other or someone you do care about, wouldn't your first reaction to be the to to not because I know my husband can fight his own fights. But wouldn't your first reaction be to, uh, but wouldn't your first reaction be is not like fight their fights for them, but kind of be like, yo, well, hold up. What the fuck did you just say about him or her or whoever? Like every time, I, that is my reaction every time. I'm very fuck? protective of my husband. I can't help that. That's a natural reaction for me to just attack. Every person who attempts to come after him in any way, my initial reaction is to stand in front of him, which he doesn't have a problem with, but he will reverse it. If I'm trying to protect him, he will, it, it's natural for him to try to protect me. So if it's a bullet coming and I'm standing in front of him, he's gonna turn around and take the shot. But that's just his natural reaction. But for me, I don't like when people come after my husband. I don't like it. Uh, that's one thing I don't, I won't tolerate. I don't care about you talking about me. I can give two fucks about that. But I don't like nobody mentioning my husband, talking about him in a bad way. I don't like that shit. I get very agitated. <clears throat> to the point where, to point where I will fight. That's, that's the only time that I've ever been like, I'll beat your motherfucking ass if you do anything or say anything to my husband that's out the way. Like, I'm not the type of person to usually resort to fighting, but when it comes to him, yeah, I do that. I was, that'll be the first reaction. It's just it's the natural thing for me to do. Unfortunately. Hold on. Hey, can I ask you something, bad? Yes. Okay, so I got a question for you. Okay. And I know you're a big dude. You can fight your own fights. Okay. But if someone came for you and just said something while, you know, I'm standing there next to you, what's the first thing you do? Do you get yourself ready to fight or are you trying to hold me back so I don't knock that motherfucker out? Usually holding you <laughs> back. Yeah. <laughs> You're ready here, folks. Because, you know, that's just, like, I don't care if it's, it's my significant other, my brother, my, well, I don't have any cousins I'm, I'm good with, but, you know, if it's someone, I can't even you guys, if someone was saying something bad about you guys, I'd be like, wait, what, you, you care to repeat that? Like, what the fuck did you just say? <laughs> you know, like, I, like, saying, not- like, I don't care if someone says some shit about me, I'm just like, alright, whatever, dude. But it's like, like, my friends or like, my family, like, anybody, I'm just like, oh, I'm trying to pop off. But it's like, it's me. I'm like, it's me, I'll just cuss you out and then walk away. I can I can go from I can go to lady to white trash in point two seconds so you know. <laughs> now I'm taking off the jewelry. I got my hair up. Like what the fuck you say? <laughs> taking my belt off, wrapping around my wrist. <laughs> She's a she needs to go away. Matt, control your wife. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> Just like like change her passwords. Exactly. <laughs> Just do that, man. No, because she'd probably jump on his Twitter and start taking it over too. And it's just like I've lost 
a lot of respect for Matt Hardy because of her. I know that might sound weird, but like you, how am I gonna say this? You, he needs to grow his balls back and tell her you need to shut the fuck up on Twitter. Because what happens, family, does not need to be does not need to be broadcast over the fucking internet. She's a <clears throat> no, she, she, ir- she irritates my very soul, dude. Like, like I hate I don't hate I hate the word hate. And I prefer highly dislike. But I hate her like so much. Like Oh, okay. Sorry, I'm okay. I'm okay. <laughs> I'm just gonna stare at my house and be happy because <sighs> can't stand her, dude. Like go, like go take a bath, maybe. Like go to a spa. Like Jesus Christ. Or you know what? This is what everyone should do. Everyone should all go to bed. Go to bed. <laughs> have have a have a nice night. Read the kids a fucking story, watch fucking Frozen with them. I don't care. Whatever you do with your kids before they go to sleep. Do that. When you wake up in the morning, go find the nearest fucking psychiatrist. Find a rehab, of the best rehab facility in the area, or honestly, it don't even matter. Go literally pick Jeff's ass up, where, where the fuck he's doing. I'll put some damn clothes on, pack the bag, we're going, drop them off at rehab. Have them at one of those places that you can't check yourself out. Mm. And have like a really good, have really good psychologist team so they can get to the root of the problem. Because the thing is, like he has gotten clean before, but obviously like some triggers on it. So they need to find his, his triggers. Let him go over there while that's happening make sure the kids are okay and then all three all three probably his probably their dad too all of you guys need to have, have need to go to family counseling and this is and i'm being like dead serious and it's they need to do something man because um jeff when jeff was up here in Tennessee, he made a mention that his dad's like an assisted living or a hospice or or something like that because he um, yeah their dad's not doing good I'm, you know, their dad, this isn't what their dad probably wants to spend the last couple, whatever time he's left on this with his son, Victory, and his daughter. And I told you that you guys this, and I told a couple other people, but if their mom was alive right now, she would be so disappointed in both of them and how they're acting. And I'm pretty sure she yeah. would give that. It's just a mess. I, I don't know. But I do agree they do need to go to counseling. And I, I think Jeff, I mean, this the second DUI he done got. Like, in a span of six months. What's going on? Like, what what is going on? He seems to be okay when he did his tour. And it's just like, when he's not working or when he's not shaking and moving, then the problems come up and it's like you can't be a wrestler forever so you got to figure out a way to transition out of that um you know if you don't want to be wrestling you can still be a part of wrestling 
you know, go go backstage, help train some other people, do something, but don't don't take yourself out of here just because you you know you're not happy. Don't do that. Find a way to find your happiness. If it means you have to go get help to do that, then do that. But understand you have children and you have a responsibility to those children and you need to be here for yourself. It's a very selfish stance to take when you're doing drugs and alcohol. I think even though it's a disease and sometimes it's uncontrollable, I find it to be very selfish that you would continue to do something that is harmful to you and can harm your children and harm everybody around you. It's a selfish act. And you got to stop thinking like that and get yourself clean and protect your family. It's plain and simple. I, I've lost a lot of friends and family to that shit and uh, it, it fucking sucks when something happens and they're not here anymore I just I, I want him I, I really like I wish DDP would reach out to Jeff because whatever he did with Scott Hall and, and Jake the Snake seem to work wonders for them and you know maybe he maybe Jeff needs somebody like that maybe he needs somebody in the business that's not part of his family that had that heavy duty lifestyle like maybe that's maybe that's the shakeup he needs like he needs to maybe be put in a room with Scott Hall and Jake the Snake and and DDP and maybe they need to give him the ass kicking that he needs because I love Jeff Hardy, but this is just I'm I'm worried about him. But at the same time, it's just like Jeff, what the fuck are you doing? You've got two beautiful girls, you have a beautiful wife. What like what is the issue? My my G, like what is wrong? I don't know. And he's on he's on gabapentin, which is a nerve medicine. Because he's pretty much, he said he's had, ner- from what I read in an interview, he said he had nerve damage. So if you're taking a heavy narcotic on top of drinking, that's not going to end well. Like something, there could be a bad reaction. You hear about people throwing up and choking on their vomit because of it. Like, never mind I don't the wanna- addiction aspect. I mean, it's some pretty powerful pharmaceuticals that are being passed out out there and for him to be on something like that and then mixing it with alcohol that's not good it's just it's just you just gotta get your shit together bro like that's period end of the conversation you need to get your shit together it's the easiest explanation simplest thing to say and even though it sounds a little rough around the edges it has to be said that way in order for I don't mean it with no malice but I I don't have I don't know how to say it without being cruel it's tough love I can't have no patience for someone who has no regard for their own life or for the life of their their children and their wife when you no, that's that's completely understandable. 
Like yeah. I can't have, I don't have no patience for that because in my mind, my mind it works like I okay, there's some drugs here. Yeah, temporarily, I'll get a reprieve. I'll feel great in those five, 10, 15, 20 minutes that I'm on the drug. Okay. But you understand that you have to continue to take this drug. Now, that means you're no longer yourself around your family. Your family doesn't want to be around you because you're a drug addict. So now you have to surround yourself with like-minded people. So you're laid up in crack houses or you're laid up in your house with shifty ass people. And you live in a life that of servitude to the drug because that's all you want is the drug. What kind of quality of life is that? Even if it's just alcohol, like you're living your life surrounded by how many times you can get drunk a day. And then your children have to watch it. And after a while, your wife's going to get tired of it. So she's going to leave. And it just, it baffles me to see that you would continue to go down this path over and over and over again. Never mind the fans. Fuck the fans. Why, why can't you get yourself together for you and for your family? If your will for yourself isn't strong enough, then at least for your daughter's it should be 10 times the strength. You should have the strength of 50 men for your daughters. Right. Man. Just, just, it just doesn't, it's not computing for me. So I don't have no, there's no room for error with me in that, in that regard. I understand he sacrificed a lot to entertain us and I'm beyond grateful and I will always have respect for him and any other superstar, young or old, who has done it because it's a dangerous sport. But if you feel like mentally you're not prepared to... How are you liking the podcast so far? I hope you guys are enjoying it. If you have a topic that you think we should be discussing on Down for the Cow, don't hesitate to contact us. You can send us a voice message right here on the Anchor app, or you can hit us up on social media. Our Instagram is at D4TC underscore podcast. Our Twitter is at Down for the Count 19. And we'll be looking forward to hearing from you. Thank you so much for listening. And I'll let you get back to the podcast. Transition out of this where you're not prepared to deal with not being in that room, in in that big old stage where all those people are, you know, screaming your name 24-7. If you are not prepared to leave that and that's all you're looking for is to live in those days, then you need to go get some help. Because that's what happened to a lot of older guys. They were just like living for the screens and living for the cheers and living for the booze. And when all of that went away because the new guys were moving in, then it became, well, I, I'm doing drugs and I'm on alcohol and I, I, I don't know how to cope with this anymore. And then you had other shit happening and it's just, you have to transition out into something else. I mean, Kane was able to do it, and Kane was in pain wrestling for years. Years. Exactly. 
Yeah. He was wrestling with messed up knees and legs for years. But Kane had a life outside of the WWE with his wife. They had an insurance company. Very successful insurance company that they ran. I remember when they came here to Cleveland and they were signing autographs at the market in Cleveland and they had them on TV. And they were talking about the um his business that he had and his wrestling career. And he said then, he said, I won't be able to wrestle for the rest of my life. So I had to set up something outside of the WWE that I knew my wife could maintain while I was gone. And we have children. I had to leave something for my children. He thought outside of the box. JBL is another one. A lot of people don't like JBL, but JBL is incredibly smart. JBL was a millionaire, not because of WWE, but because of his own stock market stuff that he did. He was trading stocks and doing all that shit on his own outside of the WWE. I remember when he was on TV selling his book with his wife. I just don't understand. I'm, I'm not understanding what, what the issue is. Jeff Hardy have a lot to offer in terms of he can he can still do music. He could do he can do if you want to stay in WWE or you know help another company like AEW could use his help really and truly. Um, he wanted to go to Impact and produce the Impact. He could do that. He could get hired like that. Everything is not about you being in the forefront. So I'm not understanding exactly what the issue is. With the math. But I, but I need him to get it, get it together. Period. And as far as Rebby Hardy is concerned, she seemed like a lost cause to me. She seemed like the type of bitch you ain't gonna never get through, and she will whine and be woe with me when it's her turn, and y'all shouldn't be doing me like this because karma have a way of coming back on. Yeah, and even a lot of these younger wrestlers coming in, they they have backups outside of of wrestling. Then beyond these fuckers are hustling out here. Yeah. Didn't Bianca just graduate from like University of Florida with like some a lot kind of, of like got degrees? Yeah. yeah. She, um, Lucha Luchasaurus has a master's. Um, Sunny well, Kiss damn. is finishing his master's or PhD. Um, I mean, for fuck's sake, Baker's people... finished. Yep. Yeah, she, she still practices. That's what she does. She just. She does that and she just pops up in AEW. I'd be very weirded out though about my. Yeah. You're my dentist, but I I'm just saw you on TV him. last night. Yeah, see, your black guy looks terrible. <laughs> I would have, I would have her, I would have her clean my teeth. She actually, funny thing is, so in case people didn't know, um, Adam Cole chews tobacco. Yeah. What? That's disgusting. I know that's like the worst thing. Um. But you could, you would never know, because she's the one who cleans his teeth all the time. <laughs> That's love right there. I just, yeah, I don't know how she deals with that. That's disgusting. I didn't even but... started chewing, to, chewing tobacco. That's an old ass, old ass Early. Western shit. Like what the? Well, that's what very country. So I know people who did, and this is like back home where I live at. Like, I know, like, a few guys, and that's, like, a lot of people who, like, guys who, like, worked in the country or lived in, like, the country parts of, like, my area. So, like, I just seen it, but I'm like, where are you from that you're chewing tobacco? Because that's very farmy. 
that's old school country like mountain I'm rain type of shit like yeah. I ain't heard chewing tobacco in a minute yeah but that's what I'm saying like a lot of people like a lot of people got backup backup plans it's like Marlon um Sammy um, Guerrero has his um, has a YouTube channel that's pretty pretty popping, and then he's always said like you know if he wouldn't wrestle he'd probably do just do that obviously professionally and do it a little bit more. And you know Oscar what? Quite honestly, don't Oscar have a couple businesses? Oscar, she, um, yeah, she has that hair salon. Mm-hmm. In- yeah. And she has a gaming channel now. Yeah. She's, she's so cute to watch. Like, she gets so frustrated easily, and it's hilarious. <laughs> it's so cute. And then, of course, you know, I don't you gotta know. with Up, Up, Down, Down. Yeah. Yeah. But that's now My part thing of the is, But he's still, he's like the is under their umbrella but he controls everything and that's like his like baby it's just like something like they use like to promote stuff every here and then but that's like his channel now you can so, buy the like, fucking belt on their website which I was like you gotta be kidding me they were like nope you can buy the belt that's like, so like, such an ugly belt uh, but anyways, <laughs> but yeah that's what I'm saying I know you I don't know why none of these people don't get like makeup contracts. Like, well, yeah, it makes if no sense. If I was sense. a YouTuber, like, I would I would have them on there. Or if I had a, a budding makeup company, I would use people like Sonya. I think Sonya. Oh my gosh, she's so pretty. She's such a beautiful girl. I would have I would call Sonya immediately and be like, look, I just want to use you in my ad campaign. I think you would be beautiful. Sonya is just one of the prettiest women I've ever seen in my life. But WWE would be like, well, how about Mandy instead of Sonya? No, I want Sonya. I don't want I Sonya. want Sonya, period. I don't know, but like, I was just thinking about this. Doesn't big cast have like a bachelor's in freaking economics or something like that? Hey, a lot of them people got like weird stuff that they went to college for. It's like, what? <laughs> like, is WWE... Colleges, communications. Like, I mean, most people go to <laughs> they go to college for communications or general study. Yeah. They, they don't do shit with me. I have an AMS communications. Like, I'm just saying. I'm not trying to talk about nobody. I'm uh, sorry. <laughs> and it's not. But yeah, I don't get that. It's not like Jeff was a novelty act. It's not like the Hardy Boys were just a thing of the Attitude Era and then they were forgotten like so many other things. There's the fucking Hardy Boys. Like, you know what rebel- fascinates me? Why they oh, never shit. did? And they have all that property. Why don't they have a wrestling school? Right. I've always wondered that. That makes no sense to me. There's no part of that. I would so. Seth Rollins has. Yeah, Seth Rollins has a pretty good uh, wrestling school. Uh-huh. I found That's out what I'm saying. Sean Spears and um, Tyler Breeze has a wrestling school together. 
What? Yeah. Co-own it. Yeah. I did not know that. I just found that out the other day. That never made any sense to me. Why they don't have wrestling squad. Always a thought. All that property, the Hardy estate, they could be making bank just off the school. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like that made that makes no sense. I'm like, there's no reason. Yeah, I was like, they should have wrestling school out of all these all the wrestlers from like that generation. Honestly, they should have a school. People like um Edge should have a school. Yeah. Yeah. But Edge like Edge enjoy being that. He really likes being that stay home dad that that he it's is. So, oh, it's so cute. I and it's it. so cute. He's always at home with those girls, and he he he's putting them to bed. He's taking care of them. Edge really embodies that whole ideal of a stay home dad, and he he ain't he stressed about it. He loves every minute of it, and I I, I like that. It was really funny at so, first because he was no. stressed about it because he was like, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> but it's so, yeah, it's so crushed. But yeah, the Hardy, that's what I'm saying. I think that's what their problem is. I think they're not concentrating in what the after is. Even though they know there's an after, they haven't put in the work. Because honestly, I think if they had something like that, they wouldn't have so much idle time to worry about instead of Jeff is instead of that just going to tapings and just sitting back and catering or like and like Jeff having too much idle time while he's like at home healing when they could have been like running at school and Matt could have been like distracted until they'd be like okay we want you to come back on TV and be like okay and then so like or like Jeff has something to do while he's like healing up that's not he has so much idle time like do what C used to do. He would go down to NXT when it was FCW. Um, he would do. He wouldn't get in the ring anything. But he had to do characters, like how to cut promos, like you know, like how to like basically build your character, like what you should do, what for you, you know, fall outside, like you know. And he would give them critiques, like okay, well. You did this right, but I want to see you improve on this. Or okay, you did great on this, but let's see you do it like as a heel. Like he would help create these characters, personas, and everything. Because I mean, if you're gonna learn to cut a promo, it's gonna why not learn Dusty Rhodes of all people? And like, if you're gonna design a character, why not have someone like Jeff Hardy to help you out doing that? I mean, I mean, I don't know. Y'all got y'all y'all um WWE start hustling like these indie people and having some some backup careers because y'all and AEW people well no the AEW people they got plenty of backup careers y'all yeah. WWE need to get together yeah. no yes. I don't know how nobody Aiden nobody's fashion campaign ain't nobody getting endorsed especially Bianca needs to get with someone who makes good lipsticks. Yes. Color Rain is a good company she could go for. Um, Dose of Colors. She could be... Um, uh, if Paige wasn't so dumb, she could have had Bianca do it. 
be a part of her um, lipsticks and stuff. Uh, I don't think anybody's going to be associated with Paige's lipstick anymore, to be honest with you. Oh, no, not anymore. Anastasia Beverly Hills is a good makeup company she could go for. If she was not worried about the com- not worried about the person behind the company, she could do Jeffree Star makeup um company. She'd be exposed to a lot of people. With Jeffree Star, he got over 17 million subscribers on YouTube. Um, another makeup company. Beauty Bakery is another small Fenty awesome. You could go for Fenty Beauty Bakery. It's another small company you could work for. I mean, they could do an ad for. If you were smart, like, I would do it. If I had a makeup company, I'd go right to her people and be like, hey, I'm a small makeup company, but Bianca has a look. Bianca cannot wear makeup and still be pretty. Right. Can't say that for everybody. She's just naturally pretty. Her, Sonya... They all are. I'm like, gosh. What I'm thinking, like, if you're a makeup Man. company and you're and you're promoting a line of like waterproof, sweatproof, like basically athletic style makeup that you wear this like liquid makeup and stuff, and it's like 100% sweatproof, waterproof, can survive anything. Why wouldn't you want your market? Your instead of using models or you know models that look like they're working out use female wrestlers and it doesn't have to be from the day honestly it's like if say like freaking you know uh bianca or sonia or whatever right they show up for like a, a cover girl ad for like sweatproof i don't know i'm just coming up the top of my head sweatproof 24 hour protection or coverage blah 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 and you show them like actually sweating in the light Lights can get hot, even if though they're inside. They're sweating, they're hot, and it's like a before and after shot, and it's like non-photoshop, and it doesn't budge. I'm trusting that shit. Like, you know, like, okay, I'm gonna have to pay $45 for this foundation, but if it works for Sonya Deville, I'm gonna fucking buy it. Like, here's my money, you know? I'll take three Fine, years to buy it. Right. It ain't coming off, and she in the ring fighting. Right. <laughs> Fight ambitious. That's the same yeah. thing. I can't think of the one company, but they had, um, they had sex proof mascara. I think um, about if they had Too Faced. I think it was Too Faced. So yeah. they had that, which it debunked. It, it, you know, it came off. But um, <laughs> say a company, say a company did something. That. Yeah, that was so. For all that, that was hilarious so say if a company did that but instead it was like a sweat proof like an intense heavy and you have people going again like have them going in the ring look like looking wasn't smudging like they can also partner with the makeup artist and this is like aew and even wwe and help elevate those makeup artists be like hey i'm so and so i work behind with aew wrestling or i work with wwe wrestling and this is mine to go to products for these girls because I know it's not I know it's gonna still look good when um and before during and after the match it's not gonna sweat they're gonna look fantastic still like that and and you can like have like a little like have like a video of like the makeup artist like going through like what things that they need to have them still looking good while in the ring like applying the makeup and I'm like 
why that's like a whole market they're missing bags for there's all this money lying around in that area especially in the makeup world you're all just fumbling all those bags everybody can you imagine every, every promotion fumbling all the bags well think about this even like the WWE Glam Squad, because I know, you know, their contract or whatever, but can you imagine if, like, ex-Glam Squad members were like, hi, welcome back to the YouTube channel today, we're going to show you the look I did for Electra Bliss at, like, WrestleMania, whatever, and it's a step-by-step tutorial on how to do it? Or that just give them hoes a YouTube channel. They got, yeah. these, they got up, up, down, down, give them a fucking YouTube channel. Yeah. That'd be a good way to get sponsors if you do it through YouTube and just start doing makeup looks. Like, Charlotte is now wearing this no makeup makeup look. And a lot of people like the look. Some people don't. But I I think if if you do a a tutorial on how you get Charlotte's look, you could make a lot of money and just offer, not even the money, but exposure to the whole culture. There's a whole makeup culture that's rampant on YouTube all over Instagram, it's on Twitter, some of it's on Facebook. Like, there's a whole world that the WWE could be tapping into. They've tapped into the gaming side. Why not tap into the beauty? That Most people look at the women for various reasons. You know how we are. We talk about everything from hair to makeup to the rest of the things, bitch, okay? So you, you can tap into all of that want to learn how to get Sasha's blue hair this is how you do that they can count up Sasha's wigologist because you know she got one um <clears throat> you want to get Becky's hairstyle Naomi's a good one because her always look fire oh, always do a, a, a channel I swear I swear to god I swear to god shit. I swear to god a WWE partners with some fucking makeup company and like X amount of months, I want my royalties, I swear to God. Facts on yeah. facts. I'll take that check, Vince. Cause I feel like they'd be listening. They'd be sending people out to listen to our stuff. Well, <laughs> I they start t- doing this shit. And we'd be like, they do on the lives. I swear to God they do. Because I'm I like, they'd be speaking in there. <laughs> they had- last week. <laughs> wouldn't surprise me I mean think about it I told you guys my idea I'm not gonna say it because if they're listening but I'm just saying Natty ended up going to Raw and Tamina ended up going to Smackdown so just saying it can happen still yeah <laughs> but then too, the like, I don't think that's all on WWE I think that's more so on companies who don't realize that's an untapped market Yes. I'm, like it, it's it's on the businesses itself. Like if you see a WWE superstar and they have millions of followers, millions of subscribers, millions of Instagram followers, and all that shit on their pro on their profiles, and you're not trying to get an endorsement deal with them, that's your fault. But I will tell you one company who was smart. Be like, were smart. Okay. They knew that Kofi had a shoe obsession. And they knew how popular Sasha Banks was. So what did they do? They gave the New Day their own shoe. They gave Sasha Banks her own shoe. Okay? Them bitches sold out. And they sold out within minutes of them being released. Like it was a pair of fucking Jordans. And you cannot find them nowhere. They're dead stock. You can't get them. 
I was so, I was like, oh my God. And Kofi's a big shoe dude. Like, he's a big shoe whore. So, he get all of the unreleased stuff. Like, remember Enzo? Enzo used to have the shoes before them bitches would come out. Yeah. He was walking out there with Jordans before the day before they would come out. He had them. Yeah. He had them. Yeah, because I remember somebody on Tumblr, when I was on there watching Raw, someone's like, hey, he's wearing those shoes. Those shoes don't come out till next week. Yes, he was all, he always had them weeks before they were supposed to come out. Now, y'all know Shane McMahon wear Jordans when he come out, right? So that's all Shane, yeah. McMahon, Shane McMahon wears is those ones, and he always wearing like the, the new Jordans that he likes. Now, what Jordan did was they made him a custom pair of Jordans that he had. Now, what he could have done was had them had gotten a shoe deal with Jordan to keep them wearing the shoes, and he always worn them. Ever since he's come back, that's all he wears. John Cena used to wrestle in Jordans, too, a long time ago. Yeah. Then he got the deal with Under Armour, and he started wearing the Under Armour shoes. Right. It's not hard Y'all to get the endorsement, but the companies are the ones who gotta do it. Cause the Y'all superstars because the superstars are bound by contract when it deals through the WWE. Not when it comes to them. Now they do have to talk to WWE about it, which I'm pretty sure WWE is smart enough to understand they may or may not get endorsements and that kind of thing that's outside the company. They don't have to give them a piece of that pie if it's not a part of the contract. So if I was managing Sasha Banks or if I was managing like Ember, Ember wear weave. You want Ember hair to look better? Contact these motherfucking weave companies. Hair Hair Imports is there. You got um, Princess Weave. You got all these different AliExpress wig companies. These damn YouTubers is coming up with co- hair companies. All these different places you can buy hair from. All you got to do is contact them and say, hey, I got a superstar who's major. She's got a plus, million plus followers on Instagram, million plus followers on Twitter. We want to work with you in terms of your hair, and we want to get Ember's hair together because bitch, you need to get together. We'll work with you. We'll endorse whatever product you have as long as it's a good product. We'll wear it. We'll make sure it's mentioned in her Instagram post. That's what these damn Instagrammers do. I think them Instagrammers get free hair, clothes. There's stuff from Fashion Nova. Them damn girls that just be putting the clothes on and talking about, oh, this is my new outfit by Fashion Nova. They don't pay for that shit. They get that for free. You know, I was just thinking about this too. Because Nick Cosmetics actually has um, some Halloween makeup out right now. And some of it glows in the dark. And guess who's the first person who I, I fucking thought of when I'm like, it, it's black light. It glows in the dark. I'm like, why is Naomi not on your campaign for this? They don't know nothing about it. I don't her. think... Also, I don't think people, and I think a lot of, like, mainstream companies just think people who watch wrestling are just, like, like, I don't know, like, gross dudes, like, in their mom's basement. Where yeah, we'll they don't okay. realize... Yeah, they don't realize like it's a whole like there's just so many people from different walks of life 
there are people there are quite a few people just like people I follow who are like into fashion like intensely into fashion who are into makeup yeah who are like like there's this group of girls like they like like they go to wrestling shows and they just like stun on people and that's just like I mean that's what they did back in the day which a lot of people don't like remember but they did that back in the day especially in the wrestling territories ter- territories territories <laughs> especially in like the Texas area especially when the Von Erics were really big at the time no girls used to go there dressed to the nines my mom that was the thing my mom told me um, she was down in when she lived in Florida every Saturday. Um, her grandparents would take her to the army their wrestling show, and she would tell me it was like an event and a half. People would be like dressing up and like putting on nice shirts and nice shoes and nice clothes. And she goes, you know, you think they were going to church like after they got done watching two men slam each other around? Like, <laughs> yeah, and I think people forget about that aspect of our wrestling culture mm-hmm. and the mainstream doesn't know that and it's like, mainstream, every- mainstream just think everybody that watch wrestling is either really ignorant, really loud we all sit up in the house drink beer, and holler at the TV which I do holler at the TV I ain't gonna lie about I mean, that I do. but I scream at the TV with football and basketball too so it, that don't fucking count so <laughs> But wrestler, all wrestling things are not the same. Like I love makeup. I have, uh, I have what over, over two thousand dollars worth of makeup downstairs. I got a lot of yeah. shit. I got I over a- over three hundred dollars worth of nail stuff in here. I got a lot of stuff. So I, <laughs> I love makeup. I, I like hair. I like makeup. I really love shoes. Like I. Love shoes. I will buy shoes before I buy anything. That used to be my biggest thing. I would just go and buy shoes. My husband would get so mad because I would never wear them and I would just like to put them on sometimes and just <laughs> and just walk around the house in my shoes. <laughs> they never touch the ground though. Like I'll never take them outside. I'll just put them on oh my- like Oh, they look so pretty. And then I'll take them off and put them back in the box and they go on the shelf. But he would get so mad at me. I had to stop doing that and I just switched from buying shoes to makeup. That's same thing. Like, that's how I am. Like, I love, like, I love jackets. Like, that's a piece of clothing that I always... I look, I just, I look good. I always, I always look good on them. And I mean, I have, like, tons of different types. I have probably... I think I have like four, four or five leather jackets. I have a few jean jackets. I have like a color, a uh, couple of other like blazers and like credit ones. Like I fucking love jackets. And guess who fucking wears all the jackets in the world? Sasha Banks. Yes, why don't you have her? Like, why don't you have her? Like, and this, oh, and also even Renee. Yeah, Renee's yeah. another one. And Renee was just her. Sorry, go ahead. And there's a designer that she usually wears, and I actually follow them because of Renee. And he is the one who makes a lot of a lot of her is um I think it is Andy Lyon, and he makes a lot of her sequin stuff, and he has amazing pieces. Like he'll have like full body. 
like a sequel in like suit and it's just like oh my god my man is bad as fuck i was like if i had the money which i am kind of like i like low-key saving one i think i'm gonna end up buying one of his jackets eventually but that's what i'm saying like there's all all this money lying around and nobody's obtaining it especially when it comes to like clothes and and shoes because like with the women being at the forefront of the company you got girls like charlotte who have that athletic body and there are a lot of women who have her body type now one thing i do respect about lacey evans lacey evans ain't you know modeling nobody else's shit she like fuck it yo i want i'm gonna do this myself she got her own clothing company she coming out with and i don't blame her for that Lacey Evans have a particular style. It's very 1950s pinup girl-esque. You know what I'm saying? And I like that style. I like that T-length dress style. I ain't too keen on the polka dots all the time. But I get the style and I understand it. I don't like her hats either, but I, I get the style and I understand it. I think Lacey Evans has a particular body type too is she's very strong up top but she's still feminine she's feminine feminine <laughs> she's still she still presents herself like a lady you can still see but she when she gets to that ring she knows how to throw down and fight i like lacy's aesthetic and i think at its core she she can push and move a lot of things i think she using the fact that she's a superstar to her best advantage and a lot of younger guys who are coming into this business are using their superstar leverage and i love the fact that pro tees exist pro wrestling tees because these indie guys don't have a lot of money and it's not like you know if they're not at the top they're not making a lot of money and when you have fans diehard fans don't care about you know how much money you make they just love the fact that you're performing and they're willing to buy your merchandise that helps feed them and their family so pro wrestling tees is a dope company you know what i'm saying you got to respect that and they do a lot for injured wrestlers they do a lot for wrestlers who are sick you know they um they try to help out as much as they can too man and it's just they're they're a good company and I've bought a few shirts from them, and they're like the one, they're like one of the very few companies that I don't mind dropping a lot of money with because I know, I know they're gonna get most some of it, but I know the indie wrestler at the end of the day they're gonna get a lot of it though. So that's that's why I don't mind spending like as much as I do at freaking pro wrestling tees. So um, I don't know, but they. They need to jump on this, dude. They like, it's like okay. So say like I was, I had my little my my little AA degree. I'm working a PR company, and I just and say I come across Lacey, and it's like, cause I've seen her do some stuff for like some kind of facial facial stuff, and if I saw her and that was my aesthetic, I'd be like, okay, so she's a she's a vet she's a she's a vet and she does this and then me like i would be like i you know and she's got how many followers on instagram now because i know i'm one of them because i want to buy her i want to buy her stuff like she's got a pair of cat eye sunglasses and instead of rhinestones 
they have skulls, like, and they're limited edition for Halloween. Like, oh, that's dope. I, want, I want that. That's my aesthetic right there. <laughs> <laughs> that spooky shit. <laughs> Same, but, I, mean, I love it. It's like shit like that, and it's just like, you know, for like, okay, and you know what? Ruby Riot's a good one. If I was like some punk clothes company, and um, like I saw Ruby Riot, I'm gonna be like, this is the, this is who I would want wearing my clothes. This is who I would want wearing my accessories. Like, I can agree I would, with that. You know, because I mean, as wrestling fans, and then we'll move on to our, our last segment, as wrestling fans, we literally spend so much money on stuff. And a lot of it's like bullshit to be quite honest like i have like you have so many like black t-shirts like so many black t-shirts and like people who like buy belts and like the hats and like the chalk line stuff and it's like they're such an in um like for like fashion wise we're like we would like buy it we don't even really buy stuff that's that great right now and i'm not saying for everybody because post wrestling tees usually has a lot of really good t-shirts and a lot of indies i'm not saying like everyone has but like as a whole like we buy like dumb shirts and we buy like dumb stuff because we really like that person imagine if we really like that person and they had good products just take my money it would stay on the show Exactly, and I don't, and they don't realize that. So all you big companies, the next time you go to a shareholder meeting, also, I we need to get paid for this if you do use this. Um, if Baron Corbin shows up in a watch ad, I'm gonna be super pissed because I know y'all are listening. <laughs> I don't know who's listening, but y'all are listening. I want my coin. Fuck all that. Y'all gonna give me my shit. Yeah. <laughs> rolling up at your headquarters be like hey Rolex so um I mentioned in my podcast that Baron Corbin should be in a watch ad and now it's two months later and he's posting your fucking watches on his Instagram hey man I, kinda, I want my money dude I got a house to pay for now <laughs> right. I give him my coin we ain't gonna we ain't gonna do shit just give me my money yeah I, I just want my money <laughs> give me your shit <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to Down for the Count. I'm your girl Tiffany E, and on behalf of Alexis and Nicole, we appreciate every single one of you as listeners, and we love hearing feedback, even constructive criticism. We always want to make sure that our product, or rather our content, is made for you, the listener. So if you have questions or you have any ideas for a topic, or if you have a specific story you want us to cover, don't forget to hit us up through social media. We have an Instagram and Twitter, and you can always send us a message through Anchor. You can send it through a voice message. We'll get it, and we'll make sure we talk about it and probably include it in our next episode. So thank you so much for listening to Down for the Count, and we'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to Down for the Count. I'm your girl, Tiffany E, and on behalf of Alexis and Nicole, we thank you so, so much for listening. You have no idea how much it means to us that you are a listener and you love our podcast. Now, if there are things you don't like or if there are things you do like, 
We love the feedback, whether it's good, bad, ugly, or constructive. We want to hear from you. So you can always hit us up through Instagram or Twitter, or you can send us a voice message right here on Anchor. So once again, on behalf of Alexis, Nicole, and myself, thank you so much for listening to Down for the Count, and we will see you next time. Thank you.